name will always turn a few heads anywhere in the world. And God only knows what a tenured professor of American political history might feel upon hearing some grizzled thug in a fern bar confess to his own son that he was the one who murdered John F. Kennedy. It is one of those lines that will not fall on deaf ears. My son leaned forward and stared into my eyes as I explained the raw details and my reasons for killing the president in cold blood many years ago. I spoke about ballistics and treachery and my secret work for the government in Brazil when he thought I was in the Peace Corps in the 60s. I gave up killing about the time you were born, I said, but I could never tell you about it until now. He nodded solemnly for a moment, then laughed at me and called for some tea. Don't worry, Dad, he said. Good boy, I said. Now we can finally be honest with each other. I feel naked and clean for the first time in thirty years. Not me, he said. Now I'll have to turn you in. What? I shouted. You treacherous little bastard. Many heads had turned to stare at us. It was a weird moment for them. The man who killed Kennedy had just confessed publicly to his son, and now they were cursing each other. Ye gods, what next? What indeed? How warped can it be for a child born into the 60s to finally be told that his father was the hired shootist who killed Kennedy? Do you call 911? Call a priest? Or act like a cockroach and say nothing? No wonder the poor bastards from Generation X have lost their sense of humor about politics. Some things are not funny to the doomed, especially when they've just elected a president with no sense of humor at all. The joke is over when even victory is a downhill run into hardship, disappointment, and a queasy sense of betrayal. If you can laugh in the face of these things, you are probably ready for a staff job with a serious presidential candidate. The humor of the campaign trail is relentlessly cruel and brutal. If you think you like jokes, try hanging around the cooler after midnight with hired killers like James Carville or the late Lee Atwater, whose death by cancer in 1991 was a fatal loss to the Bush re-election effort. Atwater could say without rancor that he wanted to castrate Michael Dukakis and dump him on the Boston Common with his nuts stuffed down his throat. Atwater said a lot of things that made people cringe, but he usually smiled when he said them, and people tried to laugh. It was deep background stuff, they figured. Of course he didn't mean it. Hell, in some states you could go to prison for making threats like that. Felony menacing, two years minimum. Conspiracy to commit murder and or felony assault with intent to commit great bodily harm, minimum 50 years in Arkansas and Texas. Also kidnapping, death, rape, sodomy, malicious disfigurement, treason, perjury, gross sexual imposition, and aggravated conspiracy to commit all of the above, 600 years minimum. And all of this without anybody ever doing anything. Ho ho! How's that for the wheels of justice, Bubba? 652 years just for downing a few gin bucks at lunch and trading jokes among warriors. Richard Nixon was not a crook. Ho-ho! George Bush was innocent. Ho-ho! Ed Rollins bribed every Negro preacher in New Jersey to hold down the black vote for the governor in 93. Hee-haw! 
James Carville set Hamilton Jordan's heart on fire and then refused to piss down his throat to save his life. Ho ho! That is the kind of humor that campaign junkies admire and will tell to their children. For the same perverse reasons that make me confess to my son over breakfast that I blew John Kennedy's head off in Dallas. You have to be very mean to get a laugh on the campaign trail. There is no such thing as paranoia. Not everybody will get a belly laugh out of these things, but if you want to get elected, it is better to be mean than to be funny. Cruel jokes are a big part of life in any environment where speed freaks, work addicts, and obsessive-compulsive political junkies are ripped to the tits day and night for 13 straight months on their own adrenaline and swollen more and more each day with the kind of hubris that comes when you try to cross innocence and ambition all at once.